Yo, McCole Hartman here, 17 from the Chiefs. I need y'all to go check out the Fantasy Football Smucks podcast. Um, this Fantasy Football Smucks podcast, Hot Car provides Jeff King lineups. Um, Buff Joe's get NFL picks. The Doc gives college football picks. And the Doc is a huge GA Bulldog fan because I'm officially alum with a Bulldog. So always go Bulldogs, man. Go Dogs forever and ever. You know what I'm saying? And make sure y'all pick me up with fans and shit, man. I'm telling y'all, it's going to be a nice little gift. We are live. Hello, everyone. Hot Carl Clemson here, and welcome to the Fantasy Football Schmucks Podcast, episode number five of the 2021 season. And the Schmucks are here to provide you with our NFL Week 4 DraftKings picks, as well as NFL and college football betting advice. And with me, as always, to do this is the drive-through guru, the man that told you to start Danny Dimes and the New York football Jets defense last week with confidence. Buffett Joe. Joey, what's up, brother? Uh, you know, I'm doing well, man. You know, I'm trying to recover from those uh, New York football woes this weekend. But uh, I feel good, man. We're, we're doing a nice early morning show this week, so I feel uh, nice. You know, a little pep in my step. I'm not a... Uh, I'm not weighed down by processed food, but, you know, how I usually am in the middle of the day. So, <laughs> I, I, I feel good, man. I feel good. You didn't pull around to the uh, the Wendy's breakfast this morning? <laughs> no, you know, I usually skip uh, skip those fast food breakfasts, man. I hit them after noon, you know. So, there you go. There you go. <laughs> it's early morning in the West Coast right now. Also with us today, he's the man with the locks. He's the guy that – Picked up Joey Slack last week and told you to take the Georgia Bulldogs minus 34 versus Vanderbilt, which they happened to cover in the first quarter. Georgia's favorite son, the Doc. What's up, Doc? What's happening, man? Yeah, I'm on cloud nine uh, last week uh, going forward to and then being able to uh, get up to Athens and sit down an old stomping ground up there and uh, feast upon a, a fat Elvis burger from the Blind Pig Tavern. <laughs> Uh, drinking cold beverage, man. I'm telling you what, it was great times. I, I, I'm thinking about going back to school myself. Before, <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea, but I just want to go back to school. That's great. You, 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 sure, you, you sure you want to be around those millennials, buddy? <laughs> yeah, I, I think I'm going to pull a Roddy Dangerfield and, uh, and, and go back when my kids go to college. I'm going to go to college with them. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I'll probably be right on par with, with the uh, with the professors having some in-depth conversations there about uh, how screwed our country is with these millennials. Uh, <laughs> speaking of which, speaking of which, while I'm in Athens, I'm sitting there. I'm observing the uh, the, uh, the the many beautiful sightings that you can uh, lay upon your eyes there in Athens, Georgia. And I see this huge crowd of, uh, of students marching, protesting uh, everything from uh, equal wages and, and, you know, whatever. Uh, give me better paying jobs and all this other stuff whatever they want to protest. Um, it's 6 p.m. They march up to the Capitol and stand up on the steps of the, uh, not the Capitol, but the uh, city hall, stand on the steps of the city hall, and they grab a, a bullhorn, they start chanting all this stupid stuff. And I thought to myself, they're going to put this out on social media. They're going to make it look like this big protest or whatever. They're doing something. I'm like, it's 6 p.m. on a Friday. Ain't nobody at that city hall. They're all going home. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Like, what, what are we trying to accomplish to me, it's wasted time. They could have been out having some drinks, getting ready for the Georgia-Vanderbilt game the next day, get the tailgating started, do something do something rewarding with your time. That's, that's my message there. But anyway, that's a whole nother rant. Let's go. You know, all, these, all these millennials do, they're, they're always crying. Man. Why don't you enjoy yourself on a Friday night in college? I mean, give me a break. I know, man. If that would have been my kid, I'd get him out of school. I'm, I'm not wasting my money on this. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh boy anyways let's let's go ahead let's cut back to the football talk <laughs> we, we lost one we lost one of three li- listeners on that discussion but uh doc you know you did pretty good last week uh your picks you went four for two right four and two went four of yeah, six four and two. Mm-hmm. yeah man Better. uh great weekend 
Yeah, great, great rebound there. You know, we we carried the ship. Joey had absolutely sunk last week, but uh, my DraftKings lineups paid off. Your uh, college football picks paid off. Um, but let's go ahead. Before we get to our DraftKings lineup, let's talk about a few of our losers last week in our world-famous segment, the Schmuck of the Week. Three dumb schmucks, three dumb schmucks, three dumb schmucks. Joey, who's your schmuck of the week? Ah, schmuck of the week is easy this week, man. It's it's the entire Jet franchise, including Zach Wilson. I mean, he's a he's <laughs> a lead schmuck. Um, yeah, I knew it this the day he was drafted. I texted you guys how much he stinks, but I don't know. I believe in the Jets. I believe in that plus ten and a half. I gave him as my underdog of the week. I was very very confident, and uh. Yeah, they proved to just be the Jets. I mean, it's the same old Jets. It's <laughs> it's mm-hmm. it's unbelievable. It, it, it's year after year after year. It's the same story with these Jets. I mean, they just can't write the ship. And uh, you know, in two years they're gonna get rid of Zach Wilson and <laughs> and start over again. You know, so um, yeah, Jets are my schmuck of the week. I can't believe I even believed in them. And uh, <laughs> never again. From now on, I mean, this season they look like the pick, the the survivor pick. You know. Whoever the Jets are playing, that's who you pick. Yeah, the Jet Jets are a mess. The only Jets I like is Jets Pizza, but um, <laughs> yeah, I mean Zach Wilson. You actually you were spot on about uh, him earlier this year that he was going to be a bum, and yeah. uh, <laughs> he, he's terrible, man. <laughs> he just he just looks like he doesn't belong, you know. Yeah, so they got they got the Tennessee Titans. I'm expecting Derrick Henry probably have 250 rushing yards on him, so. <laughs> We'll see what happens there. Yeah, for sure. All right. So, Doc, who do you got for your schmuck of the week? Oh, man. Like I said, great week, four and two. But I've got one schmuck of the week, losing team, losing quarterback. I call him DJ Ukulele and the <laughs> uh, the Clemson Tigers. I mean, what can you say? I mean, did Georgia break them in week one? I mean, we're talking about a team that over the last 10 years is known for offense. The likes of Deshaun Watson, uh, of course, Trevor Lawrence. We've had multiple quarterbacks come through there. They bring this five-star DJ Uilele in who is, who is going to be the, the better than Trevor Lawrence. That's what I'm told. They go up against Georgia and do nothing. Now, sack six, seven times in that game. What we've seen since then is a team that has struggled to move the ball against Georgia Tech. And then this week, Against NC State, just win the game, cover the spread. I think it was like a seven-point spread. That's all you got to do, cover that. They lose to NC State. Clemson. I'm not talking about Wake Forest losing to NC State. I'm not talking about North Carolina, who's always let us down, right? They're going to have their ups and downs. Mac Brown, I mean, as soon as you put Mac Brown on the spotlight, he just implodes. We're talking about Dabo Swinney and Clemson, a team that's won a national championship, a team that has not missed the playoffs. Perennial ACC champion over the last five to ten years. They lost to NC State. They're broken. They're horrible. That's my schmuck of the week. I don't know what to say other than that. I'll tell you this. I'll will, I will finish up with one more thing. Have you ever been to Clemson, South Carolina? If you go into Clemson, South Carolina, you're just across the Georgia border, about 55 minutes from Athens, there's two red lights, a petting zoo, and a moonshine <laughs> distillery. There's nothing to do in Clemson other than play football. They spent, they spent more money – on the football facility. Matter of fact, the amount of power drained into the football facility to power the arcade, the bowling alley, the uh, little shoot 'em up basketball hoops, and the, and the movie theater they have in there drains more energy in the city of Clemson than every single resident put together. That town is <laughs> built upon the premise that they can build a football program. That's all there is to do. There's nothing else to do other than play football, and you go and you lose to NC State. Good God. Pack it up, call it a season. <laughs> schmuck of the week. Wow. That was that was not a schmuck of the week. That was a shoot promo on Clemson from the dock. That was a great stuff, Doc. <laughs> oh man, that was good stuff. So all right. Well, I don't know how I'm gonna top that with my schmuck of the week, but let me give it a shot. <clears throat> Robbie Anderson. Good old Robbie A. The fact of the matter is, last Thursday night on primetime, all I needed from you 
was 47 yards against the Houston Texans. 47 yards. Not even a full 50 yards, which is the closest distance Buffett Joe can get to a Chuck E. Cheese. (laughs) And what did you do, Robbie? You had one catch for eight yards. Eight freaking yards. For comparison's sakes, I had a narcoleptic dementia patient walk further than that before falling asleep on me yesterday. (laughs) Now, Robbie, I'm not sure if it's because Sam Darnold is refusing to target you because of your days with the New York Jets. Trust me, Sammy D wouldn't be the first person to put that cesspool of New York City in his rearview mirror and never look back. (laughs) Or whether it's your stupid little haircut, Robbie. But the fact of the matter is, Robbie, I built you up all offseason as a reliable wide receiver too in fantasy football. And what did I get for that? Robbie, while you got paid this summer, I'm ashamed to admit it, Hot Carl got played. And it's a damn shame too, Robbie. Because as a historian, everyone knows I'm a big fan of the Anderson family. Whether it's Lars Anderson, Gene Anderson, Ole Anderson, and even my man, Double A, Arn Anderson. And you're an absolute disgrace to that name. So from here on out, I'm no longer referring to you as Robbie Anderson. Oh, no. From here on out, you are Robbie A, Robbie Absent. Robbie Absent, you are my <laughs> schmuck of the week. There, there you have it, boys. Well, nice. Well, nice. Robbie Absent. Doc, Doc, I know you love those uh, Anderson that, references there, buddy. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a that's a name you respect. And uh, in 47 yards, not even being able to cover that doesn't deserve respect. Absolutely not. He uh, cost me a big <laughs> – Ask me a big parlay there. I mean, going against the Houston Texans, their defense is as relevant as the Houston Oilers right now. Just uh, it's not there. And Robbie Anderson, absolutely disgrace. He uh, doesn't even look like he's trying. You know, he's one of those guys. He got paid. Doesn't even look like he's trying anymore. So we'll see. He plays the Dallas Cowboys this week. So who knows? Maybe uh, Robbie Absent will actually show up. So I got no spot. <laughs> All right, guys, it's that time of the episode. Let's get to our DraftKings Sunday slate. We're talking about the main slate on Sunday. Let's get to our lineups of the week, week number four of the NFL season. Joey, who do you like at quarterback this week? Oh, whenever I have a terrible week like I did last week, I I don't get cute, I don't get fancy. I just go back to the well, and uh, I go to my guy who I can rely on every week. And uh, that's Patty Mahomes. We're spending up. We're spending up, which we don't like to do, but uh, sometimes you got to do it. And uh, I'm going to start a lineup with Patrick Mahomes and build around him. I think uh, after losing two games in a row, I think that's very rare for them. I think the Eagles stink. I'm going with that. I'm sticking with that at the you know beginning of the season. I thought they were going to suck. So um, sticking with it. I'm going to start Patty Mahomes and, and build around him and hope that he has a big game, you know, 30 points, just like that. Put it up, you know. Yeah, he's a safe pick uh, going against the Eagles. Joey, I wanted to ask because, you know, the game is uh, in Philly, the evil empire. Um, are you worried about a nine-year-old kid giving the double bird to Patrick Mahomes? <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's it's almost a guarantee that it's going to happen, but uh, I don't think it'll affect him. I think he'll be all right, you know. I think, you know, Eli's yeah. a little more sensitive to that, so. <laughs> and, uh, I think Patty Mahomes would be all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, Patrick I, Mahomes, I good, good, good play though. Yeah, no, I love seeing Eli give the double bird on TV. That was hysterical. Oh yeah, did you see his apology? <laughs> yeah, the other thing, Chris Long was cracking up during it. I loved it. The, you know, oh yeah, 
Yeah. Oh man, that was yeah, great stuff. But anyways, yeah, Patrick Mahomes, I think he's a great play this week. Um, if you were to choose, you know, Travis Kelsey and Tyree Kill, they're both pretty expensive. Um, would you be stacking one of them with him? I or is that we'll going ahead? That. We'll get to that okay. later at, at the uh, perfect. Yeah, the next position. Perfect. Perfect. So let me go ahead. Let me get to my quarterback of the week. And I'm actually going back to the well last week, knocked it out of the park. I'm going right back to him. Matthew Stafford, the staff infection, 7K this week going against the Arizona Cardinals. This game has a 54 and a half over under. Stafford completely lit up the Tampa Bay secondary as expected for 343 yards and four touchdowns. Uh, The Cardinals defense, you know, they've had two pretty uh, productive games, but I mean, one was against Ryan Tannehill who was struggling. And then last week against the Jaguars, I mean, Trevor Lawrence, he's struggling out of gate Cardinals defense. They gave up three touchdowns to my boy, Kirk cousins a few weeks ago. Um, This game's in LA. I think Matthew Stafford, the Cardinals, they're not going to have an answer. And I think Stafford, again, he's going to be a safe guy to at least get three touchdowns around 300 yards passing. Bingo. I like it. Yeah. Stafford. I mean, he had a monster game against the Bucks, right? Oh Oh, yeah. Monster. Yeah. That's my, uh, (laughs) that's my stat quarterback pick right there. Matt Stafford. No, uh, no I, Georgia, no Georgia Bulldog favoritism either, right, Doc? No, my uh, strict <laughs> analytics. I go to uh, I go to the uh, the betting sheets. I look for the uh, highest over under, and uh, mm-hmm. for this week, it's the Rams and the uh, Cardinals. And uh, you know what? I either got to go with a Georgia guy or with a, uh, a short fella. So I'm going to go with a Georgia guy. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy. But do do we have any concern that uh, this is a division game? These two teams no. play each other well, play each other tight. No, no. The uh, the Cardinals they know them well, but um, I mean they don't know them that well because it's not Jared Goff at quarterback anymore. It's Matthew Stafford. <laughs> I mean he's got way too many weapons. Bobby Woods, he's been quiet. You know, maybe he'll bounce back this week. But I mean Stafford, you saw a D-Jax down the sideline. He. Uh, you know, he might be uh, the fossil of the week this week. I might have to do that one for old time's sake. But uh, cool. yeah, Matthew's, I, yeah, no, no, no concerns, no concerns whatsoever. Nice. All right. So let's go ahead. Let's get to our running backs of the week. Joey, are you paying up at running back or are you, I mean, you're spending up at quarterback. So I, I have to imagine you're going uh, bargain shopping. Who are you taking at running back? <laughs> I am bargain shopping, but we'll, we will get to that in the uh, push the button play at running back. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I got to put one guy in there that's a staple. And, uh, you know, I'm going with Jonathan Taylor, man. It's, uh, it's, I do like the Colts. I know they struggled. Um, but I think it's time, Taylor. Just give it, give it to your guy. Give it to your workhorse. And uh, Taylor hasn't been too productive this year. And uh, I think they're going to go to him. I think they're going to, you know, pound the ball, get establish some kind of run game. So I, uh, I like Jonathan Taylor this week. And uh, I'm going to go with him 6,300. Playing Miami, who's pretty tough on defense, but uh, they kind of struggled against the run this year. So mm-hmm. let's see what happens. So, so uh, I think I think the Colts got to you know kind of check themselves and say, listen, let's we got to start running back. Let's pound the ball and uh, kind of get back to winning ways here because they are staring 0 4 right in the face. You know. Any uh, any concerns with your buddy with two last names? <laughs> I mean, I'm so sick of that guy. But uh, <laughs> but they seem to love him, so there is a little bit of concern there, you know. But uh, yeah, he can't really run. He catches passes, yeah. But I, you got to put Taylor in there and give it to your guy, you know. I mean, give this guy the ball on the ground and and you know establish some dominance, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor is a solid play this week. Uh, Dolphins, you know, they got lit up. Damian Harris had a pretty good day against them. Um, Bills ran all over them, surprisingly. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I think Jonathan Taylor, he started out slow. And, you know, he was limited in touches last week. He was actually pretty productive last week. But uh, they limited, you know, his volume. So I think they get back to it. Um, I was off on Jonathan Taylor this season. But I think the next couple of weeks, I think Jonathan Taylor is going to get it going. So not a bad play there, Joey. Um, I'm actually spending a little cheaper at running back this week. It's one of my favorite teams to pick on. 
Doc's favorite team, the Atlanta Falcons. We got Antonio Gibson, 6,100 this week, going against that Falcons defense that just gave up a little over 20 points to Saquon on his last leg, Barkley. Um, Antonio Gibson, you know, he had a 73-yard touchdown last week reception. And, I mean, he, he he's another guy. He was kind of limited, you know, in volume. Um, they fell behind the Bills pretty early. I think this is a game that uh, Washington, they can – you know, them and the Falcons, they've both been, you know, not doing too too well this year. I think it's going to be a closer game. Um, I mean, if anyone is getting ahead in this one, I think it's Washington. So I think Antonio Gibson, 6,100. I think he cracks, you know, 85 to 90 rushing yards, and he's going to get a touchdown. What do you think? Bob? Yeah, yeah. I mean, from a fantasy <laughs> standpoint, I don't think you can go wrong taking uh, anybody rushing against uh, Atlanta right now. But uh, I don't think it's going to go as easy for Washington as we think. I think Atlanta's defense showed against New York that they're uh, they're improving week by week. They've shown improvement, so I don't I don't foresee this being a high scoring game. I kind of mm-hmm. agree with you, Doc. But I mean, you said that last week against the Giants, and I just kind of brushed you under the rug. <laughs> um, <laughs> after watching that Giants Falcons game, I mean. Unless the Giants just absolutely stink, but the Falcons they do. have been playing pretty good on defense. I mean, they kind of did play well against the Bucks, right? Um, but uh, yeah, they they and Washington on top of that, Washington kind of stinks. Like we thought they were going to be good. Yeah, like defensively, they they're awful. You know, like people mm-hmm. are scoring on them mm-hmm. like easily. So uh, I don't think they're any good. And uh, yeah, I mean, but but Gibson happen. Gibson's a good play because I mean at least what we saw in this game against Atlanta was Barkley had how many points did you say here twenty points Yeah, have I think around like six catches so um, Gibson it, go ahead no that's just, that's just the point right there is that even though his his play on the field was not impactful enough to produce points for the team or produce a win it was impactful enough in the world of fantasy. And I think that's what you're going to get out of the uh, the Washington football team against Atlanta. I don't think you're going to get a ton of points, but I think you're going to get fantasy production out of the running back role through his ability to catch out of the backfield, stuff like that. So, no, I think it's a mm-hmm. good play. Yeah, and he's, uh, he's definitely due to break out, this guy Gibson. Yeah, he's been he's been pretty slow out of the gate. Um, you know, yeah, he had he had a decent game last week because he had the big touchdown. But yeah, I think this is a week Gibson finally does break through. But uh, let's go ahead, Joey. Let's get to our wide receiver star of the week. Who do you like at wide receiver? Oh, uh, going back to what I just said, it's uh, that Washington just being absolutely terrible. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go with with Ridley, man. I, I've he's been impressive this year and. Uh, 7,000, a little bit high, but, you know, not – he's like in the middle of the road, you know, not super expensive. But 7,000 mm-hmm. is a good price for him, and, man, he gets the ball. He's, he's the guy. I mean, Pitts has been non-existent, which is kind of disappointing. But, um, yeah, I don't think Washington is as good as we think. So, I am going with Calvin Ridley in, uh, you know, in the dome at home. And uh, give me some good points, man. Give me 20 points, Calvin. Let's go. Yeah. Doc, do you like the uh, Calvin Ridley? Uh, for this week, I would actually go with Pitts over Ridley against Washington. I Ooh. think that Pitts is being utilized more and more each week, and Ridley's just getting the double team. It's making it tougher for him to be impactful. So I think you're going to get some point production for uh, both Cordero Patterson and Kyle Pitts more so than uh, Calvin Ridley this weekend. But, hey, to Joey's uh, credit, I mean, once they get down to the end zone, anything's possible. And we've seen Calvin, uh, they'll go to him down in the end zone. Uh, so he, he can still get points that way. Yeah. I tell you what, I hope they go to Pitts as well, man, because I'm waiting to see this guy do something. You know, we got him in every league, you know, so we love them. So we, we definitely want to see him do well as well, you know. I am calling it right yeah. now. This is the Cal Pitts breakout game. Boom. The doc <laughs> has spoke. Drop the hammer. Drop the hammer. I hope so. You know, we've been very high on Pitts. Um, I think the biggest thing uh, that's going to determine if it's going to be a Calvin Ridley day is going to be because Washington, their pass defense hasn't been good, but their defensive line has still been pretty strong. And going against that Falcons offensive line, it's just going to be, is Matt Ryan going to have time to hit Calvin Ridley? That's all it's going to boil down to this week. Mm-hmm. So uh, let me get to my wide receiver this week. Um, I 
I mean, he was a last year. He's been pretty slow out of the gate, but he has been seeing reliable targets. I think he's going to get lost in the shuffle this week because there's a lot of guys up at the top. You know, you got Cooper Cup up there um, around this price range who's going to be popular. But I'm going to go with uh, Stefan Diggs, 7,600, going against that Houston Texans defense. Like I mentioned before with Robbie Anderson, who disappointed I don't think Diggs is going to disappoint this week. Um, he's got eight targets in each game this season. I mean, the Texans, they just got lit up by our boy DJ. More of that, please. Um, and, I mean, Diggs, that's why I'm going with the narrative with Diggs this week. So, you know, he, he's been quiet. You know, he hasn't been as explosive this year. Um, you know, the one thing that pushed him out of Minnesota was this guy, you know, he wants to have big games. He wants to get a lot of targets. I think this is the week that they feed. They're going to force feed the ball to Diggs. The game's in Buffalo. So I think Stefan Diggs, he's going to absolutely light up this Texans defense. And at 7,600, I mean, I'm calling he's going to at least get between 20 and 25 DraftKings points, which is exactly what you need to hit value. I like Beautiful. it. Yeah, I'm with you on that. That's a easy matchup, and it's yeah, time for him to, to explode, you know? Yeah, and I mean, a lot of people are probably going to be on Emmanuel Sanders this week, too, just because he he balled out last week. But, I mean, you can get a, a, a very nice Stefan Diggs, uh, freaking uh, Kyle Allen. Kyle, what the hell? Kyle Allen, right? Josh, <laughs> not Josh. Kyle. Josh Allen, what the hell am I going with? <laughs> It's all good. Kyle Kyle Allen's back to the grocery store bagging groceries. (laughs) Oh, boy. I got to drink some more of my Monster Energy drink here. Wait till Billy (laughs) from Oakdale finds out that Hot Carl can't get names right. (laughs) I know, man. Holy hell. Yeah, Yeah, Josh Josh Allen, excuse me. I think him and Diggs, they're they're a pretty good uh, double stack this week. He's 8,000, Diggs 7,600. I think you can plug and play both those guys in your lineup. I think they torch the Texans. So there you have it. 16-point favorites, those Bills this week. Yeah. Go ahead. (laughs) Speaking of double stacks, have y'all had that whiskey bourbon barbecue burger from uh, Wendy's? That's a heck of a good double stack. Wow. I just want to throw that out there. I have not had that. That's a Wendy's plug. All right, move on. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What is Wendy's going to start paying us, man? I I just just want to get a free burger every now and then, you know? (laughs) Joey's a big fan of the hot, juicy redhead Wendy's. That's right. That's right. All right, Joey. Let's go ahead. Let's get away from Wendy's and Kyle Allen. Let's get to our tight end start of the week. Joey, who do you like at the tight end position? Well, like I uh, said earlier, man, uh, uh, speaking of double stacks, I'm going back to my guys. They're they're just dominant, and uh, I'm going with Mm -hmm. Kelsey. I'm spending a lot of money. I usually don't spend this much ever on a tight end, but, you know, the one time I did it last year, I got over 200 points, you know. So this is kind of how I'm feeling this week. Um, I love the Chiefs this week. I think they're going to, you know, get right. It's a get right game for them. And uh, mm-hmm. I think they're going to make a statement against Philly. You know, they, they, they've been terrible as favorites. They haven't covered spread in the last 11 games. And uh, I think it's going to be a blowout. Uh, I'm going with Travis Kels. I think that that stack is going to be beautiful this week. And uh, that's what I'm building around. I'm putting those two guys in and then I'm building around this, uh, you know, I might throw digs in that lineup as well, just because of what you just said, but mm-hmm. it's tough to find some room. But uh, yeah, Mahomes and Kels, that that's going to get it be a nice, I'm thinking 60 points right there. Just those two guys. Bang. Hey, I, I got to be the conscious of the group. Uh, Buffet Joe just told an untruth. He said he's never spent that much on a tight end, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure his, uh, his credit card receipts from the bunny ranch would disagree. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, uh, those, those weren't tight ends, man. I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> Love it, man. Yeah. Um, from an analytics standpoint, I would say, yeah, Travis Kelsey, I mean, he's always a safe play. Um, you don't have to think twice anytime you put him in your lineup. And I mean, the Eagles, they just got burned by the Cowboys' uh, tight ends on uh prime time so yeah travis kelsey i think he's a must start if you're uh going with uh mahomes um my tight end you know i love the i love the dumpster dive i love to uh spend down a little bit um he's got a pretty nice price this week because he didn't do much last week but i'm going back to the well too with uh noah fan 4300 going against the ravens you know the ravens defense 
little questionable against tight ends uh, this season, but they did shut down Joey's uh, Hawkinson play last week. Uh, sorry to bring that up on you, Joey, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, Teddy Bridgewater, you know, he likes to play it safe. Um, I think Noah Fan. I think he bounces back in a big way this week. I think he gets around six to eight targets. And against that Ravens defense, I think at 4,300, Noah Fant easily pays off if he gets, you know, four to five catches this week. So Noah Fant, get him in your lineups, 4,300. I love it. I love it. And they got, they got injuries over there in uh, Denver, you know, with Hamler going out. Um, mm-hmm. So I think they're going to go with, uh, with Noah Fant. He's, He's a nice little play. Good athlete, that guy. Big time. So let's go ahead. Let's get to our under 5K play of the week. Joey's favorite portion of the show because it's the value men- menu, also known as push the button. Push the goddamn button. Push the goddamn button. So, Joey, who do you like as your value pick? Push the button. Who are you going with this week? Well, I'm going with your logic with Denver, man. Uh I love this kid. He's a rookie. Um, after watching them against the Jets, I mean, they have a good offense with many, many options. And, uh, you know, I like Javante Williams. I think he's a star. I don't think Melvin Gordon is really the guy. You know, I think he's going to start slowly taking over. Um, so for 5000 and I spend money on my other spots, so I need a cheap, cheap play here. And uh, I'm pretty confident Javante Williams is going to do well this week. And, uh, you know, score you over 15 to 20 points for sure. Yeah. Um, I don't have much to add to that. I mean, he's an okay play for me. Uh, I don't know the matchup against the Ravens. It might be a little tough on the ground this week, but I mean, you never know, you know, with, with the value picks, you know, you're hoping he hits the end zone. So. Yeah. Hopefully find the end zone and the Ravens haven't been all that great against uh, the run this year. I mean, they're ranked 26. They're giving mm-hmm. up. They're giving up yards. You know. I mean, look at the how good are the Ravens. You know. I mean, yes, they beat the Chiefs, but um, <laughs> they almost lost to the Lions. <laughs> I mean, you know. So I don't know how the Lions. But I think Swift had a pretty decent game, right? I didn't watch any of that game, but um, get through the air, um, which is mm-hmm. expected, and then also, you know, Week One against the uh, the Raiders. You know, Josh Jacobs. He didn't do much more than the. Um, which paid off for him. That's why he had a pretty good day. But Kenyon Drake had a pretty good game in, through the air. So I feel like the uh, if William going to pay off, you know, maybe Teddy checks down a little bit in game. You know, I know Melvin Gordon, He uh, he's a guy who catches some passes there too. So, I mean, that, that's yeah. kind of a talk for me. But, I mean, hey, you know, who knows? Maybe he'll pay off. That's why, you you know, he's a value play this week. That's it. Value pick, you, you know, you put him in and uh... – Listen, speaking of value, I, I checked the numbers. Javante Williams, rookie of the year, 25 to 1. Um, I like it a lot. I know you said Jamar Chase stock you like, mm-hmm. but, you know, let's see what happens. He, yeah, obviously, he's a good play, but 25 to 1, that's good value right there. I mean, I don't think any of these quarterbacks are going to be rookie of the year. You know, Lawrence doesn't look that great. Fields, obviously, we saw he's going to struggle and, or if he's even going to play, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, thought, I think they're going to Foles this week, they mentioned, you know? The old so, Big Dick Nick. Yeah, Big Dick Nick is back. Yeah, we, we've <laughs> never seen him as a third stringer. The guy is a Super Bowl champion as a second stringer, but third stringer has got to be off the chart. You know? Hall of Famer. Yeah, Hall of Famer. <laughs> there you go. So that's why I, I kind of like the value of Javante Williams at 25 to 1. You can get him All before right. he gets going because this week he's going to get going, boys. All right. Well, I like it, man. So let me go ahead. Let me get to my push the button, push the goddamn button this week. I'm going back to Rondale Moore. Joey still doesn't have a clue who he is. Uh, 4,600 <laughs> 4, going against the Rams. As I said earlier, you know, that game has a high point total, one of the highest on the weeks. Um, you know, D hop, He's going to be on uh, Jalen Ramsey Island this week. So I think Rondale Moore with that pass rush from the Rams, I think this is a week where our buddy uh, Kyler Murray, he's going to use those short legs and he's going to dump the ball off short to Rondale Moore, who, you know, he's a big playmaker in the field. He can make guys miss. So, yeah, give me Rondale Moore 4,600 in a game where the Cardinals should be trailing. I think he's going to have a monster game. Very quiet last week against the Jags. 
that was kind of expected as, you know, Arizona was, you know, playing with the lead um, after a couple of interceptions. But, yeah, Rondell Moore, 4,600. Push the damn button. Push the damn button. Doc, do you have a push the button value play this week? Uh, actually, I've got two players on, on my lineup right now that's under 5,000. One is Rondell Moore. The other is Kyle Pitts. So uh, All right. that's, that's the two I'm rolling with right there. Big, 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 Kyle big, big, Pitts. Big, big. Are, are you rolling with Kyle Pitts as your tight end or is he going to be a, a minute. back? Wait a minute. Let me – hold on just a second. I might have given you the wrong 4,600 here. Uh <laughs> Uh, I think geez. this is 5K, but so he, yeah, sorry, Tyler Higby, Tyler Higby uh, from uh, the Rams. Tyler Higby, there we go. Yeah, I, I thought uh, I thought that uh, Stafford's use of him against the Bucks uh, was pretty decent for his production. So I think against the Cardinals in a high-scoring game, uh, I think he's going to get double digits on fantasy points and make that four point uh, four thousand six hundred uh, worth it. There you go. Yeah. I, I like Higby. You know, week one, um, you know, he had a pretty good game. He must have had breakfast with uh, with uh, our boy, you know, Stafford that week. And then week two, he must have missed breakfast. And then last week, he was back at the breakfast table. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think as long as Higby, you know, as long as they're eating breakfast with this guy, I think Higby can perform. But, yeah, Higby, pretty good option, you know, pretty uh, dirt cheap this week. You know, he could definitely be one of those guys that's over 5K next week. So, I like it, Doc. All right, so let's close it out. Let's get our defensive start of the week. Joey, who do you like at defense? Well, you know, I'm struggling this year, and uh, <laughs> I'm changing it up a bit. I'm changing it up. I'm going to finally spend money on the defense. And after Ooh. watching the Jets last week, I mean, it's an easy choice. This team is clueless, and they're, like, it's pathetic watching them. Um, so I'm going with the Titans. Titans over the Jets. It's 3,900, but uh, – Ooh, I think wow! Worth it. I think I think the Jets can't move the ball, and this guy's good for two interceptions easily. So um, I'm all over. It. I'm all over the Titans. Thirty nine hundred. Mm. Oh Spend boy! It. Something <laughs> I never did. Yeah, I mean, but, uh, honestly, I think the matchup. Yeah, it's against the Jets. Um, Honestly, I almost went with my guy, uh, Corey Davis, this week. Uh, I mean, I'm going to have him in DraftKings lineups in a revenge game <laughs> against the Titans. But, uh, yeah, 3900 for the Titans. I mean, they don't really have the playmakers I want to spend up for, Joey. I'm sorry. <laughs> so far on this season, they've gotten three points, two points, and zero points. Oh, boy. <laughs> the oh, I mean, come on. Going with, Going with the gut. Going with the gut. Going with the gut, man. The gut. I mean, if, if you guys watched what I watched on Sunday, you would, mm-hmm. you would be all in on the Titans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Go for it. I mean, I'm going to give you a cheaper option so you're not blowing your load on the defense. Um, I absolutely hate paying up for defense because, you know, it just fluctuates. You know, anything can happen. If your quarterback throws an interception in the red zone, the team scores a touchdown from two yards out, your defense loses points. So I hate paying up for defense. Um, I've been pretty solid around the 2100 mark this season, you know, going with the Vikings, the Cardinals, and then last week, the Bengals. Um, It's kind of hard this week, but, yeah, it's disgusting to say it, but I mean the Detroit Lions at twenty two hundred. They're the cheap play this week. I feel Fields playing. I mean he's absolute yep. trash. Big Dick Nick. You know he's a Hall of Famer. You know at a third string quarterback level. But uh, I mean, yeah, the the Bears they just don't got it going. Matt, Matt Nagy. You know he's on pace to be the first coach fired this year. So yeah, give me the Detroit Lions, the Motor City twenty two hundred. Nice. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna counter that. I'm gonna say that last week was the time to play a defense against the Bears, and I took Cleveland, mm-hmm. and I felt confident in that. I think this week the Bears get it get it rolling again. Um, I think that you know, granted, you'll still get some defensive points, but I don't think it's gonna be like it was last week. No, I think no. I, I'm taking the play at 2300. I'm gonna um, again shock the world. Falcons against Washington. I don't think Washington gets the offense rolling. Uh, that well, I think at, at 2,300, it's a solid defensive play. I like it. And, uh, you know, my buddy mentioned about that. He was at the Bills-Washington game this weekend, and he said that that quarterback, Henneke, he just looks at a receiver and just stares him down and gives the defense a chance to jump mm-hmm. the route, and he throws it. And he's been throwing interceptions, I believe. So mm-hmm. um, I like it, man. I, like, I think Henneke would be good for uh, an interception. 
Um, you know what else I like, though? It's not on here, but the Patriots can't move the football at all. Like It's like the worst offense I've ever seen. So they're playing Sunday <laughs> night, so it's not here. But yeah. if you're in some other leagues that have – because I'm in another league that does it, includes the Sunday night and the Monday game, which I absolutely hate. But, uh, you know, I do I do it. But I think the Bucks defense is going to get right this week because – that mm-hmm. quarterback doesn't know what the hell he's doing out there. He's not ready, Matt Jones, you know? And yeah, it's, it's, it's going to – Yeah, they're, the Patriots are going to get slaughtered Sunday night, so. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> All right, guys. So after listening to that DraftKings advice, especially from Joey, you might need a doctor, especially if you start Kyle Allen this week. But uh, let's go <laughs> ahead. Let's get to Doc's Locks. Doc, who do you got this week? All right, man. I got I got six solid locks just like last week, uh, and, and these are money. Uh, I feel really good about these. I've got uh, on a Friday night the Iowa Hawkeyes min- uh, by three at Maryland. Uh, I know sometimes those nighttime Thursday-Friday environments for the home team uh, can play a big part of it. I know that Tua Tagalavia, and I can't say his name, but his brother plays for <laughs> Maryland, and they can put a point, yada, yada, yada. Iowa is a legit top 10 team. It's a good football team. They're going to go into Maryland. They're going to win this game by double digits, but I got them by three. Uh, no, uh, My second time, uh, p- second lock, we got Wake Forest by six versus Louisville. Demon Deacons, uh, solid, uh, just a good football team when it comes to execution. Louisville uh, falls into making a few turnover mistakes in this game, which throws it into the favor of the Demon Deacons, who just, again, executes at a different level. As I got Wake Forest by six. Uh, then the big game of the weekend, uh, Notre Dame and Cincinnati. I mean, this is going to legitimately knock out one of these undefeated teams and, and take them out of uh, out of playoff consideration. I'm going to take the Fighting Irish. Uh, I took them this past weekend in a big game, and they came through, and I'm going to stick with them. I think that they looked a little ugly in the first part of the season, but I think that things are starting to click. So I got the Fighting Irish plus two and a half. That game is at home for Notre Dame. So I've got them winning plus two and a half as underdogs. Uh, Florida by eight at Kentucky. I think Florida is a legit threat to Georgia in the East. And uh, even though this game at Kentucky, um, you know, has historically sometimes been a closer game and a potential upset for uh, the Gators, I'm going to take the Gators by eight at Kentucky. Uh, Penn State by 12 versus Indiana. Uh, This says less about Penn State and more about Indiana. Uh, so I've got Penn State covering 12. And then my sixth lock is Michigan State uh, by 10 versus Western Kentucky. Michigan State let us down uh, recently, but, you know, bottom line, they're playing Western Kentucky, not Kentucky. So I've got Michigan State by 10. So to recap, the six locks, Iowa by three at Maryland, Wake Forest by six versus Louisville, Notre Dame plus two and a half versus Cincy, Florida by eight at Kentucky, Penn State by 12 versus Indiana and Michigan State by 10 versus Western Kentucky. Those are your locks. Lock them up. All right. Yep, lock them up. Doc, I think the worst you've done this year was about 50%, right, right? Correct. Yeah, we haven't dropped below yeah. 50. We uh we've we've hit above 50 every all but one weekend and uh mm-hmm. and this past weekend was our best one cuz the 4 and 2 also included a yep. money line underdog pick. So, solid weekend. Beautiful man, yeah, love it, Doc. Fun, I, I followed you on uh, Arkansas and uh, Georgia was an easy one, so it was beautiful. Yeah, and this weekend, you know, there's a couple games I've got my eye on. Uh, you know, Arkansas and Georgia that's a big one. Uh, for, for two top 10 teams, Vegas has the spread right now at 18 and a half favoring Georgia. Ah, uh, you know what? If, if, if it were any other two teams in the top 10, I'd say, oh, you got to take the points, right? But Georgia may be better than I, than I give them credit for this year and uh, could easily win this game by more than three touchdowns. So uh, that's a game I'm staying away from. And then mm-hmm. uh, another game I'm staying away from, uh, I believe, is uh, Alabama Ole Miss. Uh, Alabama's mm-hmm. favored by a couple touchdowns mm-hmm. against Ole Miss, but Ole Miss can score. And, and Alabama in that second half against Florida um, didn't do a whole lot. You know, they started off hot, but then they uh, they, they show that, 
they didn't make the same adjustments that Florida did at the half. So I'm staying away from that one. I don't know enough about Alabama's defense to feel comfortable um, uh, picking that game. So those are two that I'll probably uh, make a pick for and, and, and be public with it, but I'm not going to make them locks. like it. What's the what's the right. uh, uh, Ole Miss big dogs this week or what? Yeah, Ole Miss is. Uh, I think it's a 13, 13 or fourteen point spread, somewhere between twelve and fourteen, depending on what publication. But uh, against Alabama, yeah. I tell you what, if you had twenty bucks to throw away, fire fire Ole Miss money line. one hundred percent. Yeah, I would feel more comfortable putting it on Ole Miss than I would on Arkansas, even at that nineteen point spread right now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So. All right. Well, there you have it. There's Doc's locks. Fire them up. The Doc's been on fire this year. So let's go ahead. Let's move on to someone who hasn't been on fire this year. <laughs> That's, you know, it's 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 never too late. So uh, Buffett, Joe, let's go ahead. Let's get to your best bets of the NFL season this week. Listen, I'm a I'm a little slow out of the gate, man. I'm like uh, I'm like Antonio Gibson here, you know. But we we're gonna write this shit. Don't worry, don't worry. I'm, I'm like AJ Brown this year. I mean, where's that guy been? Uh, that's a different story. He pulled his hamstring, so he's out a couple more weeks. Yeah, so yeah, you don't want to yeah. you don't want to be like AJ Brown, buddy. <laughs> yeah, dried up hamstrings, AJ Brown. Yes. Yeah, st- hey, thoughts and prayers to his hamstring. All right? yeah, thoughts, thoughts and prayers. <laughs> thoughts and prayers with my fantasy team because I drafted you everywhere. <laughs> Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, all right. So we're going to start with uh, my underdog of the week, which uh, sadly is 0 3 this year. However, we are 2 and 1 if you took them with the spread. So, you know, take my mm-hmm. advice. These are teams that I like. Uh, I, I, I go for them with the money line. But if you take them with the spread, they're 2 and 1. So I'm um, getting that out of the way early this week. And uh, we're going with uh, the Jaguars. The Jaguars are playing the Bengals. Trevor Lawrence versus Joe Burrow. Um, yes, the Bengals have looked great. They look good. They beat up on the crappy Steelers. Um, but they're not world beaters. I mean, it's a Thursday night game. It's Thursday night football. Anything can happen. Um, mm-hmm. you know, Jaguars have kind of been hanging around in every game that they're in, and then they make a big mistake or a pick six, and it's, it gets blown out of the water. You know, So I think the Jaguars are going to hang around on Thursday night. Um, like I said, the Bengals are the Bengals. I mean, they're not, you know, they're not the Super Bowl champion, not the Rams here, you know. So I think we got a shot. Plus seven and a half is the line. So take that. And then if you're feeling a little frisky, take the money line. Let's get a nice win. We'll be one and three on the season, which I think they're like plus 250 at least, or maybe plus 290, I saw. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that'll get you your 300 bucks back at your loss, all in three. So if, you bet, if you're $100, <laughs> I hope no one's betting more than $100 on my picks because, you know, <laughs> I can't even pronounce these guys' names. <laughs> I get death threats. You keep this yeah, up. Yeah. Oh, oh, I, got, I got a DM this week that said uh, something about TJ Hawkinson and Jared Goff and for me to go F myself or some, something along those lines. So, uh, you know. Let's, uh, yeah. let's get back to winning ways here. All right. So, and uh, I know the agreement for best bet is uh, one game, but I just have two that I just can't pick. I love them both. And uh, that is the Chiefs minus seven and the, the Bucks minus six and a half playing the Patriots. Um, like I said in the early in the season, I think the Eagles stink. I think they showed that against the Cowboys where they were just absolutely lifeless. Um, so I think the Chiefs get back. Chiefs right the ship. They're going to win by seven, definitely more than seven. And mm-hmm. uh, the Bucks, the Bucks, the Bucks have looked kind of shaky on defense, but I'm going with the fact that Mac Jones stinks. Um, I think it might be a little bit of a low-scoring game, but I think I think Brady's going to get it done, and they'll they'll, uh, they'll cover the six and a half for sure. So those are my uh, two best bets: Chiefs minus seven, uh, Bucks minus six and a half. I'm actually very surprised that it's only six and a half for the Bucks. Because I mean, come on, Tom Brady—he's returning home. Gronk's returning home. Antonio Brown—if he's back from COVID—I mean, that's at least two touchdowns that are going to those two guys. Um, <laughs> and I don't think the—I don't think the Patriots are going to score, you know, more than one touchdown. So uh, yeah, I'm actually very surprised by that line. I think Tom Brady actually does light him up because I mean, this is a defense he's familiar with. And yeah. yeah, I mean that 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 that's a lock. I mean, I might put the house on that one. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's just respect to it being the second road game in a row. That yeah, would be my guess. Yeah, 
just the respect to the home field advantage. But yeah, I'm maybe with you. I don't... Thinking, sorry, Doc. Maybe people are thinking, uh, you know, Belichick knows Brady or whatever enough. But I just don't think they could, like you said, I don't think they're going to score more than six, seven points. You know, so yeah, yeah. I could, I could see that line moving up when the uh, the smart money uh, takes the uh, the box here. You know, next couple of days. So yeah, see it moving was... up to about eight. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So, but yeah, Joey, I, I like the picks. I think you should hopefully rebound this week, uh, barring any uh, unforeseen uh, circumstances. So, that's it. That's it. Let's go, Jaguars, man. Get the dog. Can we get a dog win here? We've been close. We've been knocking on the door. Oh, the Jets weren't very close, but we've been knocking on the door. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So, we got a new weekly segment. Um, if you're losing at Joey's bets, let's get a little bigger. Let's get to Big Yet's Bets. This is the Big Yet's Bets, my three plus one. We're going Bucks, Ravens, Colts, all with the spread. Spread it like PB, and then add the jelly, and bite. You want to go big? You want to go home? Maybe this one's not for you, but this is my lock loaded and boom, baby. We're going Arizona with the spread. And for all you degenerates out there, play the money line. Kyler's going big. Well, there, there it is. It for, the, for the big yet. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Yeah, why do they call him the big yet? Uh, he, well, his nickname is Yeti. Yeti, you know, he's a big dude, man. He, he, he's 6'4". He, he, he's just he's solid mass. He's just, you know, big stud. Um, so, yeah, you know, and a world-renowned degenerate gambler, right? That's right. He's a he's a degenerate gambler. I can't believe that uh, we bring on somebody new after I have one bad week. It's unbelievable. But uh, you know what? Uh, <laughs> it's a little competition, and uh, I'm a big fan of the Yeti. He's a good friend of mine, and uh, he's sharp, man. He we he, we've been gambling for with each other for a long, long time, and uh, he's always on the money. Last week he made some picks, and he went like eleven and three. So he's uh he's pretty on fire. So. Let's see if he stays hot. Yeah, it's a big, right, big well, call to go against the uh, Rams on the money line, but it's all good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he doesn't know that we uh, – he called Kyler big, I think, there, right? It was, I have to listen to that again, but it sounded like big Kyler, and it's, it's the exact opposite of what we said. <laughs> yeah, I think he said Kyler, Kyler was going to go big or something Kyler's like gonna that. Go yeah. Big, yeah. He's, yeah, he's going to grow this week. Yeah, Kyler <laughs> Murray, watching Kyler Murray is like watching peewee football on fast forward. Yeah. <laughs> those little those, strides, man. Yeah, those little lightning legs. Yeah, just you know, it looks like I want to play some cartoon music to it. <laughs> All right, well, Yeti, welcome to the Schmucks. Best of luck to you. And I mean, if the Rams blow them out, we uh, we may be looking elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> no, Go no, we, we we love it. <laughs> no, we we we. <laughs> We we love it, Yeti. So best of luck to you. So let's go ahead. Let's close it out. We got a few listener questions this week. So let's go ahead. Let's get to our first listener question of the week. Right, here we go. Uh, yeah. Hey guys. Um, just calling in. Um, called last year. Um, this is Eaton Beaver. Um, yeah. I got a question. Uh, well, who would you go with uh, this week? I got Dallas Goder against KC. Or TJ Hawkinson versus Chicago. Uh, I know with Godard, uh, Ertz is back out of that COVID-19, um, so he's taking some of the targets. So uh, what do you think on those games? And, uh, yeah, I, I had a question for Joey. Uh, what's going on with Danny Dimes, Daniel Jones, and those Giants? Fucking suck. Also, that Jets, man, their defense sucked this weekend. 26 to nothing, and fucking Danny Dimes – Blowing shit chunks against Atlanta, 17-14. Joe, I know you're all about those New York teams. What the fuck's going on over there? 
Okay, appreciate it. Thanks, guys. <laughs> oh, my oh. God. Our good buddy, Ian Beaver. Ian <laughs> Beaver, take it easy, obviously. Yeah, yeah not man. a fan of New York, man. <laughs> New, New York football is uh, in, the, in the dumps right now. Yeah, you would think with all that money they could afford a good football team, but uh, I mean, outside of the Bills, you know, they're <laughs> toilet bowl. <laughs> yeah, it's embarrassing. One big toilet bowl in New Jersey. So, um, <laughs> what do you, uh, who, who do you like this week? You got Dallas Godert or uh, your boy TJ Hawkinson, Joey. I'm sure I know where you're going. Yeah, it's, I know TJ failed me last week, but uh, I'll go right back to him. A little tough defense mm-hmm. with the Bears, but. Uh, Dallas Goddard—he's like a backup, isn't he? I mean, he's not even the best tight end on that team. So, I'm going T.J. Hawkinson all day. Oh boy, I, I don't know where you get some of this information. Dallas Goddard's a pretty good <laughs> tight end. <laughs> um, he'd be one of the top guys, at least top five, probably if, uh, if Balzac Ertz wasn't there. But uh, yeah, I think uh, I think you got to go with uh, Baby Hawk. You know, there's wide receivers there. Um, yeah, the Bears stink. So, uh, yeah, TJ Hawkinson, Eden Beaver, hit up TJ. <laughs> All right. So, let's go ahead. Let's get to another listener question. I believe this is Billy calling in here. Let's see what Billy has to say. Hey, boys, Billy from Monkdale here. Loving the podcast. Just want to go and catch up with my boys, my two main men. Doc and Hot Dog Clem, you guys are like Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniels combo. I know you guys weren't too impressed with uh, my length on the last one. I'll keep it a little bit shorter. Uh, real quick from you guys, I would love to know, uh, Odell Beckham Jr. or T. Higgins this week, if healthy? Speaking of healthy, let's go unhealthy. Uh, Tom from Port Jeff keeps on uh, really painting my name. Uh, he's going at me about that baby in the background. That was, was a movie in the background, obviously, two weeks ago. That was, that was a movie. Um, I don't want to be spreading rumors. I know it's good spreading things. Herpes and girls he ever hooked up with. Fucking low life. Uh, I think he's insecure about how much attention I get from you guys. Uh, he's an insecure guy. He has a tiny cock. Um, I know that for a fact because I go to the same rub and tug place as him and my favorite masseuse, Yin Yin, she told me. <laughs> yes, I'm <laughs> watching another movie that guy <laughs> is he watching baby geniuses what the, what the what's going on man <laughs> yeah there's a, a lot to take in there man he, he had a lot to say this man. yeah I thought, I thought he was gonna take it lightly you know <laughs> what he, he, he toned three minutes down to about 250 <laughs> <laughs> oh man i tell you what i got oh, a lot man. of hate this week man but yeah, he 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 laid it in on you, man. Telling, yeah, <laughs> yeah what did he say? In uh, in the bathtub with his child? <laughs> Would you recommend that? <laughs> I guess I got to stay away from the Jets, man. I, mean, I guess uh, I guess nobody saw what I saw. Man, we 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 get that. We've got 
Twitter folks calling uh, the schmucks garbage. I mean, it's just been rough. It's been rough. Yeah. It's been a rough few days for, for the schmucks. Yeah, garbage yeah. fantasy advice. I mean, what's wrong with that guy? Yeah, did uh, did he have a question in there, or was he just? <laughs> he did, he did, he he did throw a question in. Uh, Hig Higby or uh... no, uh, T Higgins, T Higgins, or T Higgins. Oh Higgins, yeah. yeah, T Higgins or OBJ. Um, I would probably go OBJ because I think T Higgins would be smarter if they keep him out this week. He's got a bum shoulder. Give him that extra ten day rest as well. Um, OBJ is going against the Vikings. Vikings secondary. They've been a little questionable this year, so OBJ is for me. I'm with you on that as well. All right. So let's go ahead. We got another question there, Joey. Let's get to that. Listen, before we get to Tom, I just want to tell Billy, listen, we're back to the uh-huh. well this week. Get back on the horn. Don't worry. You know, we got the Jags firing the Jags. And uh, go with my two best bets. I won't let you down again, Billy. I promise. Bill, yeah. let, me, let me throw it out there before you, you play the next one. <laughs> Billy, it's like this. It's like Apple, with, you know, right after they filled up all the college computer labs with Macintoshes, but all the students were across the hall using the IBMs, right? Apple looked like a joke. We're on the horizon of the iPhone. That's where we are right now. Right now, what Buffett Joe gives you is a lab full of Macintoshes while the school's using IBMs. That's where we are right now. But on the horizon is the iPhone <laughs> and the iPad. You got to have faith. You got to be willing to take some losses for, for what may be the entire season. <laughs> but you got to have faith in Buffett Joe because that That's iPhone it. is right around the corner. I believe it. I believe it That's in it. my heart. It. But it's God fortunately that I'm going forward too in my college picks because I can afford the loss. <laughs> yeah, there you go. See, you just got to stay with me. We'll write the shit. Listen, tip. Success comes from failure. So, yes, it does. And I mean, I mean, you know what? Go ahead and place big yet's bets as well. You know, why not? That's you know, one of them's got to get it right, right? <laughs> exactly. We got we're giving you over 10 picks here, so all we got to do is win six or seven of them, and we're in, we're in business. Hey, it's like all they right. say if you if they love you, hang in there long enough, they'll boo you. If they boo you, hang in there long enough, they'll love you. It all comes back around. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. All right. On that note, let's get to our final listener question of the week. Ah, let's, let's play it. Good afternoon, gentlemen. I'll give you one guess who this is. Ah, it's Tom from Port Jeff. How the hell are you? <laughs> listen, week three is coming gone. Week four is here. Uh, listen, Tannehill actually had the better week over Daniel Jones, but don't worry, I'm not going to blame anything on you guys. Um, I rolled with Jones anyways. I still won, and uh, everything's all fine and dandy in the uh, land of Tom from Port Jeff. Big fantasy football question for you guys coming up. Listen, four wide receivers. I've got to bench one of them. Who do I bench? Adam Thielen, Mike Williams, Terry McLaurin, and the last one is Jamar Chase. Which guy do you sit this week? Now, I do have to bring up the elephant in the room. Last week, Billy from Oakdale. Jesus Christ, did anyone see how much he just was rambling on? I think that guy went on for about six minutes. Sometimes one of you guys have to hit the mute button, cut him off, you know, call the day. Um, you know, he doesn't go out of the house much, so that's probably why he just rambles. But listen, I heard, just got news from a friend uh, the other day. He might be out in the Everglades with this guy, Brian Landry. Um, something to do, he's, he's helping him out with the traffic. <laughs> Uh, of children. Uh, I don't know. Did any of you guys hear that? Uh, if you did, you know, let me know. Pass on the word. And uh, listen, Buffett Joe, um, you know, I, I, I do hate to do it to you. I mean, a good guy. You know, your mother probably was uh, You probably had a lot of in high school, I, I guess. I don't know. But every single one of your picks last week uh, didn't pan out. Uh, not a single one of them, I'm pretty sure. I don't really think back then. Uh, not a fantasy football pick, uh, not a gambling pick, uh, nothing. Zip, zil, nada. I don't know what we're going to do about that. The old phrase, even a blind squirrel finds a nut every once in a while. I don't think that uh, necessarily applies to you. Listen, uh, keep your head up. Uh, Helen Keller was uh, blind and deaf, and uh, she wrote a book. <laughs> and, uh, that's uh, more than you've done. Uh, she can't see her here. 
Listen, boys, have a great week and uh, keep up the good work. <laughs> All righty. Oh, Tom from Port Jeff, love it, man. He's, he's always good for, for, for something funny that time. Man, the year's getting ripped to shreds this week, Joey. It's, I mean, you gotta put you gotta do some homework, dude. It's been brutal, man. Let's, let's hope I can get back to, to winning ways this week. I'm pretty confident in my picks, and uh, I hope I get an apology call next week. You know. Yes, sir. So uh, he did have a question there. I mean, he has four pretty stud receivers. I mean, that's kind of tough. Um, was it Jamar Chase, Thielen, Mike Williams, um, and Terry McLaurin? Yeah, scary yeah. Terry. That, that, that's actually pretty tough. I mean, Terry's going against the Falcons secondary. Um, who would you guys without, go with? So I'm going to go with – I don't think A.J. Terrell is going to be playing again. So I would go with mm-hmm. – uh, I would go with scary Terry and keep him in, and I would keep Jamar Chase in. Those are two solid on. I don't know about the first two, though. Well, Mike Williams has been playing good. I don't see how you could mention him, you know. So, Thielen's playing the Browns. I don't know. I guess bench the. I would. Be, I would bench Thielen or McLaurin. Yeah, for me, it's one of those two. Um, yeah, that, that, that's tough. I mean, Thielen. The Vikings are at home, but I mean, Justin Jefferson's there. Dalvin Cook will be back this week. Kirk Cousins has been spreading the ball a little bit more. So yeah, I would probably. I guess I would lean toward Bench and Thielen as much as uh, much as it hurts. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You can't bench Mike Williams. I mean, the guy's got no, no. Big Mike against the Raiders on Monday night. No, you can't. You can't bench Mike Williams. He's getting over over twenty points all three games, right? Yep. Yep. Absolute yeah, monster this he's year. Hot. Yeah, he's hot. Yeah. So, so, all right. There you guys have it. Um, you guys got any closing thoughts for the week? Well, this uh, some great calls this week. I'm excited about uh, Big Yet's bets. Hopefully that goes mm-hmm. well. And uh, despite all the hate, I did love the call. So good, good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, Doc. Any words from you, bud? Uh, yeah, man. Just uh, just uh, let's enjoy the weekend. Got some great football coming up. Weather's starting to cool down here in Florida, and uh, and just stick with Buffett, Joe. It's going to get turned around. It's like like I'm telling you, it's. It's like Apple back when we had Macintosh, but not the iPhone. Just telling you, stick with him. I, 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 hate, that a, I hate that I'm like a company named after a fruit. Man. Can't we like, <laughs> like a, a cheeseburger or something, you know? But, uh, it'll be all right. It'll be all right. It's yeah, like just... White Castle before the movie. There you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I, you know, White Castle before the movie meant that your grandma was getting them in the grocery store and maybe a couple guys up in New York. When the movie mm-hmm. came out, boom, White Castles blow up around America. That's all I'm saying. There it is. We're back. We're back. There it is, the old, the old Crave case. Well, just ride that wave, boys. <laughs> but in the meantime, give us all a follow on Twitter, at FFSchmucks, at DriveThruGuru, underscore, at DocsLocks, underscore. And uh, best of luck, uh, and we'll see you guys next week. See ya. Who's talk real loud but don't run up When we come to they run and die